There's some crooked uh, fluorescent lights. I'm going to try that over. Uh, there's some crooked... Why can't I say fluorescent? <laughs> we believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start because that seems to be the best course of action. So, hello, friends, and welcome to Spills and Whistles. It's a normally D and D five E podcast, but today we are playing a different TTRPG called glitter hearts oh my gosh i've been wanting to run glitter hearts uh for like well over a year now i've been talking about it for like forever um literally forever i was like i want to run something with glitter hearts so bad and it just never came up but now because of mini series mayhem um we we get to do it now which is exciting uh yeah i'm really excited to bring this game to you all um i am joined by some really amazing friends one of which you'll recognize and the rest are brand new to the podcast um <laughs> it's very fun um first of all i'm gonna i'm gonna put meg on the spot because meg you've been here uh you're you're a has-been i'm a has-been um, <laughs> i have popcorn in my mouth pod player meg is here hi um, am i introducing myself or have, are you just going down the line i mean if you if you want to introduce no yourself. i just want to make sure i do this right Hi guys! You got and scene. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Do you have a slogan? Do you have a catchphrase? Um, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and so, and then we also have a ton of new friends. So we're just gonna go down the line, and if you can just uh, just get just say a little hi. I was gonna say give a wave, but it's an audio medium. Um, so we have some new friends. McKenna is here. Hi. <laughs> we have Rach. Hello. Marin is also here. Howdy. And last but certainly not least, Kiana is here. What's good? <laughs> Friendship. Yay, yay, yay. There's so many people. Um, all of their socials and like general stuff will be linked below in the description thing. So like please make sure to check it out because there's some really awesome people. And make sure to follow them on whatever socials are in there because um they're really cool. Before hopping into the mini-series, I wanted to talk a little bit about Glitter Hearts, just in case you have not heard it. So Glitter Hearts is a fantastical TTRPG in which everyday people have magical powers to transform into larger-than-life mystical beings and superheroes. It's created by Greg Leatherman, and this game uses a Powered by the Apocalypse play system, meaning that all you need is 2d6 to do this game. If you want to do anything that's worth a roll... All you have to do is give those 2d6 a whirl and they will determine the outcome. So rolling a cumulative 0 to 6 is a fail, a 7 to 9 is a partial success, and a 10 or more is a full success. And if you want to find out more about this TTRPG, purchase it, or even want to watch some content, you can do so at uh, www.leatherman.games. Um, we're not sponsored. It's just a really cool game. And I have the book, so if you hear my pages turning in advance... I'm sorry. And with that, let's jump in. Yes. Are you guys ready? Yippee! Yippee! Vitopia has always been seen as a shining heart of the world. The fast-paced network of color and light, the inner workings of the city's core, sustains itself off the sickest tech. That, of course, being low-rise jeans, portable CD players, and juicy couture sweatsuits. But the true magic Vitopia thrives on is the magic that comes through its richness in color and saturation. That's right, newbies. The vitality of everyone's lives in Vitopia comes from the magic and the vibrancy and authenticity of the world around them. So where better to start our story than the most life-changing place imaginable? High school. Horizon High has always had it all. Blinged out blackberries and oversized sunglasses line the halls as students rush between classes. Couples chillax next to each other's lockers, gossiping about who got trashed at last weekend's party and who had let their Tamagotchi die. Footballs and crumpled papers fly through the air. The rents aren't around, so who can tell them no? <laughs> Even an occasional, that's hot, and booyah are yelled before they are hushed by teachers walking around the campus. And as the final bell rings on this Friday afternoon, the halls are wiped out completely empty, leaving only a few sophomore peeps in front of the splintered old wooden door labeled detention. But this is just where their story starts. So hop in, Biatch, it's time for a ride, and in glitter, 
clunky graphics and fonts, the metaphorical screen reads Spells and Whistles presents Horizon High, a Glitter Hearts one-shot. <laughs> so excited. In, yeah. Insert Hannah Montana vocalization here. Can I get a oh, booyah? Oh, 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 booyah. <laughs> I can add yeah. one into the intro song if you want, Jay. Oh my wow. gosh. If you want to, please do. I would. I'll see cry. how I feel about it. About, not, I okay, think the okay. idea is great. I don't know if I can pull okay. it off myself, Meg McKellar. <laughs> I believe I in you. you. I think Ooh, you could, full naming yourself. That's sexy. Ooh. Wow. Well. Anyway. <laughs> so, as uh, the font fades from the screen, we metaphorically zoom in on an absolutely trashed room in the school's basement. The desks down here seem to be the classroom rejects from being either like slightly wobbly or just borderline broken at this point. Boxes of items that have been confiscated and never retrieved line the walls, all dusty and of varying ages. Um, some are more sketchy and withered than others, so there's that. There's crooked fluorescent lights hanging from the ceiling, and as time goes on, there's an occasional cloud of dust that falls from the basketball team practicing in the gym that's above you. Which, you know, it's it's totally pointless that they're practicing, since summer break is like one week away, so there's really no point in them doing that. And we start going into this sort of like dank, dark, creepy room. It's just gross. It feels icky. But nonetheless, there are still five figures sitting at each of these desks in their own respective quarters or areas. Um, Meg, would you like to describe your character? I absolutely would love to. Um, so, I mean, if we're staying cinematic with it, I think the camera kind of like pans into the room and onto um, a girl, as you said, a sophomore. Um, she has very vibrant red hair that is always crimped and up in a high ponytail. She is wearing a uh, black leotard under a very blue, like those, I don't know the name of it, but like the, the, the jacket from the 2000s. Um, a very bright kind of electric blue. Um, she has like you know, her makeup all done up all very nicely. Um, she looks very, like, from a fashion point of view, very put together. She is in distress, uh, having been sent to detention, um, and is kind of, like, resting her head in her hands, kind of wide-eyed, staring. You can get the sense she's just kind of thinking, like, how did it come to this? <laughs> and what, what got you into detention? Why are you here? Ugh. Oh, I don't think I ever said her name. Um, well, Molly... Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> Molly is in detention because she was very late for her first period class. Um, she showed up, hair uncrimped, makeup not done, um, because she had slept in after a very, very late night dance practice. The first time it could probably be excused, but this is the third time this month, so starting to get into a habit, perhaps, and the teacher said, unacceptable in my class, go to detention, sort your life out. <laughs> and that is how Molly is uh, beginning her delinquent journey. Absolutely. So you have been sent to detention and you've been given this packet by your teacher that's probably about 25 pages thick that's held together by a binder clip. And it just has a list of stats and like statistics and stuff about delinquents who skip class and are late to class constantly. And your detention assignment has basically been read this and write an essay on it during detention. It is a ridiculous amount of work. You're never going to get it done in this detention. Um, but it's not helping your sort of depression, anxiety about the whole situation for sure. Um, they smell kind of old and musty, like your, like your, I almost said professor. This ain't college. Like your teacher's like, old perfume you know just like slightly as they sort of just like sit in front of you left i don't know untouched are you reading it are you having a breakdown i think she's going over it i don't think she's actually reading it i think she's just like flipping the pages in disbelief at how many pages there are <laughs> um perfect so we cut away from molly and we sort of shift to a slightly um darker aesthetic figure that sat a few seats behind Molly. McKenna. Hi. Please describe your little girly. Uh, I think in stark, stark contrast to Molly, um, 
Stella Loitz is right at home uh, in the back of the class of uh, this detention. She's She's been here before, and she sort of settles down in the back of the classroom, throws her bag up on the desk, uh, and continues to do exactly what she was sent to detention for doing, which is sleeping in class. Um, I think she has, like, the skinny little headphones, like the behind-the-head metal headphones, uh, connected to the old white brick iPod shuffle non-spawn. Um, <laughs> listening to, like, Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, and it's it's loud. I think I think y'all can hear it. Probably Molly sitting up in the front of the classroom can hear the tinny little, like, from, like, the back of the classroom. <laughs> Um, she's got a beat up, like, purple leather jacket, um, and sort of like a, like a nice little dress and some ripped up tights and some combat boots. Um, and she is making herself comfy. Amazing. I think that at this point, uh, you've realized that, like, one of the top boxes had, like, a really old, like, five times, like, five X sweater, and you've kind of claim that as your detention pillow um it's a little musty smelling but like it'll get the job done (laughs) it's musty but it's mine yeah it's musty but it's yours for sure (laughs) um as you sort of just continue to kick back and the music travels through um to kind of like a seat forward and two to the right um sort of in the very center of the classroom um we see Rach's character, if you'd like to describe. Yes. So my character, Olivia Lee, she is, you know, it's starting getting warmer. So she started wearing, um, like, tank tops and, like, spaghetti straps and stuff. Rumor has it she got here because she was caught making out with someone. But it was probably because of school dress code, maybe. Who knows? What's the truth? But uh, she is this Chinese-American teenage girl with um, bleached, salon-quality bleached blonde hair that's, like, pulled back with these, um, like, heart-shaped sunglasses, kind of like the music video for Everybody Talks. Um, Yes. And she's just got her, you know, bright, hot pink aesthetic. on with like her low cut jeans and has her pink lip gloss on and she's just having a good time. It's not like she's hasn't been here before, but um it's it's not like it's the end of the world for her. She knows what she was doing. Uh yeah, so as you're sort of sitting there, I feel like um maybe you could tell me what you actually did with it, but there's like an old like gym t shirt for Horizon High that you were given to sort of like put on over your tank top or spaghetti strap. Um, And so that's just sort of with you. But uh, something that you would know because you have quite the inside scoop is that for detention, everyone's been given sort of like things that correspond with what they went to detention for. But the real task is that the drama teacher, Miss Starborn, is going to be coming in and she's going to be taking you guys to the auditorium to clean all of the nasty, crusty gum off of the seats for detention. Um, that's just what your intel's told you. It's us- it, They switch out which teacher comes in each detention um, and that's what she always has the, the kids do. So you're just sort of sitting in wait for this inevitable fate that you may or may not try to get out of, but, like, you just know it's coming eventually. So. And then a row over, uh, and a little bit further up at the front, we see Marin's character. Marin, describe your person. I would love to. So, uh, my person is Brie Olwyn. They are um, wearing a giant, like, oversized brown sweater um, with like cream uh, shirt underneath, brown pants, um, brown hair tied messily into a bun. Um, They definitely got into detention by talking back to a teacher. They tried to correct him because he said something wrong 
and it was unappreciated. So she is in detention for disrupting the class in quotation words. Yeah, amazing. I think that you were uh, on your way out to go to the principal to get the detention stuff figured out. You were sort of shoved this really heavy, like 450 page book on the topic that you were arguing against. And you were just sort of given this thing and you're basically expected to just like read as much as you can in this time, um, which normally isn't that big of a deal for, for you, except for this is one of those books where the topic is so niche and small, but the person drones on forever about some like metaphorical analogy that makes no sense with the topic and it's just like talking about like this big this small thing like this it's this big vast concept that could be summed up in about a paragraph Mm -hmm. so it's um horrible and clunky and you could tell that some of the words were just like synonym of da 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 and it's just the biggest word that the author could find somebody was having fun with their thesaurus while they wrote this yeah literally um (laughs) and last but not least i'm assuming like kind of in the back corner of this classroom and sort of like the desk has sort of been moved a little to the wall a little closer um we see kiana's character so go ahead and describe your person um i think that uh aster frakes goddard got to detention late which is very imperative to the character because they also are here because they are habitually late. Namely, because the library is significantly farther than every other classroom. And you know what? He couldn't be really fucked to care about uh, getting anywhere on time because why should he run? Aster kind of just sits quietly in the corner. As he passes uh, Brie, they just kind of smirk a little bit, give a little cheeky wink, and sits into the corner. Uh, Aster is a lanky person, Uh, like bleached white scene hair, kind of swooping low over uh, the brow. And uh, you can definitely tell that they've uh, watched the Lost Boys probably a little bit too much. They're not beating the vampire allegations mostly because they also wear like those falsies with the little uh, vampire things on them. <laughs> um, he's completely decked out. He has those uh, long finger fingerless gloves that kind of like go to like the mid uh, forearm, and it's like the red and black striped ones. Uh, he also wears a a black high collar, like sharp collar, uh, shirt, and he has little, uh, like collar pins on it. You hear him jangle as he walks, as the, uh, chains on his, like, tight, tight pants kind of, uh, shuffle in the movement of, uh, his kind of, like, fitting between these defunct tables. And when he finally kind of, like, sits down, he half-accordions himself in so much that, like, his legs kind of end up going over the table and spilling over onto the table, like, like the table seat in front of him as he crosses his legs and just kind of starts fiddling with his uh, collar pin. I think that part of the reason you're jangling so much, too, is that you were given this stack of stuff by your teacher. Everyone was given like an assignment or like a punishment or whatever. Um, But this teacher who happened to give you detention is one of those teachers that has multiple like cat posters up in their classroom. And you was you were given like a like a button of like, like, stay respectful and stay strong. And like have been given like these like rainbow font stickers to like put put on your brand new phone and like all of these things are like to go on your binder that are just like these different inspirational quotes of like like hang in there and like I'm a star student and like stuff like that essentially um this teacher doesn't really knows that the concept of detention is enough usually for kids to be like ugh, I hate it so you weren't really given an assignment but still nonetheless it's done so in a way that you still are like oh these are, this is cringe. Um, I think with that, uh, Aster is 
actively taking off all of the uh, stickers and kind of plastering them on the table that he's at uh, and using the uh, like the trash sheet that's like you know that all the stickers were attached to I think he's low-key uh, making an origami like fortune teller out of it amazing so you all sort of see each other walk in you I think you at this point have varying levels of like knowing each other some of you are just seeing each other in passing some of you are good friends and you all sort of sit in your respective seats 10 minutes goes by 15 20 25 and you're starting to realize that the clock is slightly broken it's about seven and a half minutes behind but that still means that whoever's supposed to be leading detention is really, really late. Am I really so forgettable that even the detention officer forgot about me? She muses to the like room of other people. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think so. Your outfit is, like, amazing, so, I mean... And honestly, it's probably just, like, Miss Starborn, you know, trying to convince someone to join the new, like theater next year so it's totally not on you i swear i've been here like a thousand times is that true has olivia been here a thousand times because stella would know um let's see how how many probably yes because dress code making out with boys or girls who knows um or just like general antics of like don't chew your gum. Stop wearing those to school. So yeah. I love that. Stella's still very honk shoe on the back, back desk. Bree will look up from their book, turn to Molly. Well, I mean, the longer we stay in here, the less gum we have to scrape off. So that's fine with me. Yeah, that's fair. It really also helps because like they usually don't have enough scrapers for everyone, so you have to get creative in order to, like, try to do all of that. So, I mean, like, cleaning the auditorium isn't, like, the worst thing that we have to do, but it's, like, not the best assignment either, so, I don't know. What's the worst assignment you've gotten in detention? Um, you know, sometimes the gym coach comes in and asks us to, like, clean the locker rooms and do the laundry and stuff um that should be illegal that sounds like a crime i know right oh but anyways it's like that's probably the worst one sometimes they make us do laps and that's also kind of but it's whatever you get a little exercise get your steps in or whatever you see, I heard that if the teacher doesn't come here after a certain amount of time, we can just leave. I think that's just for general class and not for detention. But honestly, if the rules apply, I'm so totally following your lead. I think Aster just kind of winks. Sick. <laughs> uh as you're all sort of sitting here having this conversation, the fluorescent light that's sort of been like flickering on and off kind of above the right side of the classroom suddenly uh, sparks a little bit as a giant, you hear a wham of a basketball from right on top of it. And there's like a cloud of dust and a flickering of the light. And then all of a sudden, both of the fluorescent lights go out. I think this is how zombie movies start. I think Stella's gonna pull out her flip phone and flip it open um, and use that like <laughs> tiny little like really poor quality LED screen to kind of like shine around like does this happen in detention often? Is she doing like a quiet hour or something? Oh no honey oh. she hasn't even shown up um oh sick I think we can leave after, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> See, that's what I was saying. Yeah. This guy knows what's up. But yeah, Molly, I mean, like, we're in a basement, so, uh, sometimes it happens. You know how basements are. 
<laughs> Molly might slide out from behind the desk and just say, well, I mean, if they want us to read through all these pamphlets and stuff, we can't do that in the dark, and I'm not going to drain my battery. I have dance rehearsal after this. I'm going to be late to that anyway, but I can't. I just... The sooner we can get out of here, the better, so I'm going to see if I can find... What's the teacher's name, Jay? Uh, Miss Starborn. I'm going to see if I can find Miss Starborn and just get whatever we're supposed to do over with and so I can get out of here. Um, and I think she's going to start making her way to the back of the classroom toward the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. So as you start making your way over there, you realize that one of these stacks of really precarious stacked boxes of sort of taken items, confiscated items, uh, has fallen over and sort of toppled a little bit in front of the door. Nothing you can't move, um, but you see in very bold letters, a little bit too well, if that makes sense, um, given your lighting situation, a box that just says tech with a line underneath it. She looks down to her, like, flip phone that is bedazzled to look a lot nicer than it actually is and looks back at the box on the ground and she's just gonna start kind of rummaging through just you know just just looking you know mm-hmm. wink wink yeah <laughs> you you see that there's some like broken uh plug-in earbuds and stuff and uh like this like slightly jammed portable CD player that has a scratched copy of, like, the latest Britney Spears album in it. Um, There's a few... There's two hand crank flashlights that are just sort of there. It seems the front of them's cracked, but they're still functional nonetheless. Uh, Nonetheless? I said nonetheless. That's not how (laughs) words work. Um, It's a word in Horizon High. Uh, And... (laughs) And um, and sort of as you're rummaging through these, you see five sort of lumps at the bottom that are equally spaced in this circle. Um, they're loose, but it's almost as if they're a little too pristine for having just been knocked over. And you pull it up and you see there's five, yeah, just five sort of little small uh, gaming devices. There's five little Tamagotchis that are just sort of like in the bottom of this that seem to have the screens light up as soon as you sort of put your face to them. Um, I'm not, like, the best at technology, but have any of you lost or had a little kind of digi-pet get taken away recently? There's, like, a bunch in here. Are you, like, going through people's stuff? Well, it fell over, and I just want to make sure that, like, if I, like, maybe I lost something and I'm just making sure that, like, I Did get you it. lose something? I don't know. I get pretty hectic between between classes and stuff. There's, like, five of them and there's five of us, you know? And if it's been down here long enough, like, I don't know. I think she's gonna, Wally, like, reach Wally, do you, in like, steal shit now? I'm not, like, a... No! No, I don't. I just, like... Look at how musty and dusty and gross this room is. Like, how long do you think these have just been sitting here? And they're, like, they're really cute. Look, this one looks kind of like a little... I'm just saying, I think it would be kind of cool if you stole shit. Bandit <laughs> ballerina! <laughs> um, I think Molly's gonna, like, reach in and pick up one of these little Tamagotchis. And she's gonna say, look, this one kind of looks like a little butterfly. It's kind of cute. Like, I'm just saying, like... No one's missing these, as far as I can tell. It's very Molly Goodman. Let me see. Let me see. So, like, show the little Tamagotchi. Cute. And, like, that one has, like, a little bat or something. Wait, maybe it's upside down. She's, like, just kind of (laughs) sifting through, like, these tech Uh little things. I'll reach into, like, I pull out the one that is, like, a metallic black with metallic purple flames on it i'm like <laughs> sick i'm gonna take that one. Oh my god i want a matching tamagotchi too i'm only gonna look at it like oh my god oh my god this one is like matching my lip gloss it has like all the bling on it it's all sparkly it's like this uh hot pink 
um, with like sparkly glitter hot pink and it's kind of clear. That's super cute, Olivia. That's that's so you. Oh my god, I know, right? Bree's gonna come over and just blind, because there's only two of them left, and they're just blindly reach into the box and pull out a yellow one with flowers on it. It's like, oh, sure, all right. <laughs> I guess I guess the 15-minute rule applies to stuff, too. Yeah, I think that's in, like, the student handbook or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't read it. Do you want this last one? It was Aster, right? Uh, sure thing, Bandit. And he holds out his hand for it. <laughs> Um, uh, Molly's nose kind of crinkles a little bit at the name uh, before kind of handing it over. Uh, I think uh, Aster smiles and you can see a little bit of like the like the falsies as he grins and he looks at it and it's like a clear plastic uh, Tamagotchi. Uh, you can see all like the me- um, mechanics inside of it and like the little like uh, colored uh, lights inside. And he's like, sick. Cute. Well, at least we got a souvenir out of detention. (laughs) And as you say that, you see Aster grab onto this last one, and all of a sudden, there's a slight gust of wind that sort of lifts up your hair a little bit. You can see a little bit of a tiny bit of Aster's forehead, and it's a little (laughs) bit unsettling. But as the sort of wind picks up a little bit around you... (laughs) Exposed! Exposed! Oh, no, it's like seeing a Victorian woman's ankles or some shit. <laughs> it feels very, like, scandalous. Um, and as this one sort of picks up around you a tiny bit, it's gentle and warm, almost like a summer breeze. You see these gold tweaking sparkles that sort of emanate from the devices you hold. And you hear the device say, you have been chosen. And it, like, fades out. And as that happens, everything goes back down and it stills. And there's a little goat on your guys' screen. A little goat? A little goat? Oh, a little goat. I don't remember this one. Wow, technology's crazy. Oh, my God! The goat looks at you and says, I'm not technology. Goat! <laughs> oh. I am Hugh. Goat! Hi. Since when do these things talk? Hugh Goat? No, just Hugh. Goat! Can I call you Lucy, like short for Lucifer or something? <laughs> no, you could call me Hugh. Goat! Are we talking um, like color Hugh or are we talking like H-U-G-H Hugh? Whichever one you want to call me. Goat! And is this coming from like everyone's Tamagotchis in unison or just whomever is talking to Hugh? It seems whoever, so it all appeared on all five of your guys's and then as one person talks to it, the goat singly appears on that person's Tamagotchi. So there was like a flash where Hugh was on all five and then depending on who's currently speaking, the goat is on their Tamagotchi. So it's like, like, a, like a communal animal. Got a singular animal. Is this like the new gen or something? Um, nope. Goat. I think Molly's gonna like kind of lean over to Bree and say, "I I need to be careful with this one because I think the last one that I had I accidentally starved to death." <laughs> I, um, well, if it can jump between Tamagotchis, it might just go to a different one if you <laughs> don't feed it. I can hear what you're saying, goat. Oh. Sorry, Hugh. It's okay. Goat! Do you need food? Goat? Um, food is nice. So, yes. Goat! I, I press the pre- prerequisite buttons to, to feed Hugh as if he were just a, a regular old Tamagotchi. <laughs> you watch as this goat sort of like walks over in the typical like tamagotchi format and then seems to spring to life a little bit more as it's in the screen a lot more than the current technology has to offer and it sort of like shoves its head in this food and just starts pigging out with its like ass in the air kind of and it's like waving it is going ham on this um and he finishes chews up for last second burps very loudly they really updated the technology on these things. Well, I'm gonna go find our teacher. Um, if anyone wants to come, I'm 
found a flashlight, two flashlights if anyone wants to come with, or if we want to keep one in here for anyone who wants to stay here, whatever works. I mean, it's been like 15, 20 minutes, right? We could probably just leave. I look at Aster. Aster looks back at Stella. You down to, you down to bounce? I've been down to bounce, uh, and he, like, since he got here late, like, he's only been here for, like, five minutes, so he's like, (laughs) so he's like, yeah, let's go. Sick. Hey, Bree, you wanna go? Yeah, sure. You coming, Liv? Um, yeah. I wanna see where everyone's hanging out. Oh, I'm fully just ditching detention. I think Molly's gonna go look for the teacher to get, like, extra credit on detention. No, I just wanted to, like, finish stuff off, but, I mean, we couldn't finish it off if it was dark, so I'll probably just leave, too, if that's the case. Mm. Fair enough. You all approach the door, and as you go to open it, um, it sort of shakes a little bit, and it doesn't move. Is it pull in or push out from where we're at right now? Maybe it's a slide. Uh, it's, a, it's a pocket door. Pocket door. <laughs> No, it's a uh, it's a pull from the inside of the room, so you you would have to turn the handle and pull it towards you. And there's nothing like on the floor blocking the door that we can see, right? Um, you guys, I would assume that you all have like moved the boxes out of the mm-hmm. way enough. It's it, yes, that's correct. Um, yeah. Did you want to um, if you wanted to sort of look a little closer into it? I don't know if this is. If I can make you guys roll things without doing basic moves, but I'm gonna say that I can. Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah. Go for it. So, <laughs> so why don't you just go ahead and? Oh, well, if you want to, there's a move that you have called "Be Vigilant," where you can sort of ask a question and take a look around. Yeah, um, I would yeah. love to. And do that. yeah, and then you can ask one of the questions on the list under the "Be Vigilant" move. Yeah. So go ahead and roll two d six for me. I'm using my girly poppest d sixes for this. Oh my gosh! Like, oh, can we? Glittery, can we? Glittery <gasps> dice. What, what dice is everyone using? Same dice. Oh yeah, what dice? Oh my god! Oh. Dice show and tell. Dice show Ooh, I rolled a ten. I rolled two fives. Oh, so dice. A ten. Amazing. So nice. with a ten, you hold three. So you can ask up to three questions if you would like essentially so for some of the moves they have these things called holds which are essentially like things you can switch out for like a question or a small action or something like that so with rolling a 10 plus on be vigilant you have three holds which means that you could ask three of these questions on that full success okay perfect um i think the first one that i uh that i see that i think is good would be what's my best way out Um, your best way out, so as you're sort of looking at it, your best way out is going to be through this door because it is a basement. There's no windows, there's not really any, like, air ducts or anything. Like, there's, there's air vents, there's air in this room, but there's not any big enough for, like, people to go through. So it's still gonna be through this door. Um, it just seems that the handle in the darkness somehow has almost rusted over a little bit um so you're gonna need to do something about that but this is still your best way out okay um i think one of the other questions that i would like to ask is are there any dangers that i haven't noticed um hmm. i think that in that discovery of the door handle you realize that it's kind of weird that the handle rusted over so quickly you've all just walked through and it seems that in this darkness in this pitch the handle has just rusted over um so that in of itself is a little concerning as opposed to actual living things there is no actual living present danger um besides that sort of recognition in your head I think for my last hold, I'd like to sort of open it up to the group of those questions on the list. Are there any that, like, I don't know, that do, can we strategize here, Jay? Is that okay? That's fine. And also, if you guys want to ask something that's not on the list, I'm fine with that. Um, but if it's a complicated question, I might give a little bit of a vaguer answer. Okay. Um, that's just because, yeah. Any particular strong feelings? Have we tried kicking it? The door. I can kick it, yeah. I could, I could uh, kick it. It's a pull-in. So, 
I don't know how effective that will be. But you can try. You can try, ballerina. Um, I think for the last question, um, ooh, have, since this one basketball hit that shut the lights off, have we heard any other sounds from either upstairs or from the hall? Oh, that's good. Um, I should also, I should also clarify real quick because I realize there might be some confusion if people know the game that on a 12 plus you can ask a question that's not on the list. I'm fine if it's a full success, um, if you ask a question that's like that. So just clarifying. Cool. Um, because rules are hard. Um, so ever since then, you heard some, you basically have heard the same noises that you've heard before, which is the typical practice. You can actually kind of hear they're starting to, it seems like, clean up a little bit. Um, but other than that, it seems that the area above you all in the gym has been unfazed. Okay, word. Uh, I would like to do a move. Okay. Um... What Firstly, would like I would like to uh, go up to the door, and I know that it's rusted over. Can I tell if it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, it almost feels like the door is, uh, like, the door jam is kind of crooked, so that's why the door's not opening, or is it, like, a locked situation? We know from, from Molly's role that... It's not the door jam. It's not anything like that. It seems that this, like, slightly abnormal rust has corroded over and is holding the door in place. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do an I wish, and I'm going to hopefully roll for it. Uh... Okay, so go ahead and roll. Uh, so you make an alter reality roll, which is, I believe, with mystical, right? Mystical, yes. So that is a 11. Perfect. So you are able to hold two on your I wish. Okay. I think Aster uh, has this like shit eating grin on his face as he slowly turns to Bree. Don't you dare. And, <laughs> don't, <laughs> and, don't you dare. <laughs> and they say, hey, watch this. And uh, he's going to knock twice on the door. And I think uh, the lights in the room are going to uh, kind of come back up. Then uh, I don't know how fucked up the door is, but one of the other things that uh, he's going to try to do is open or shut a door or window that is unlocked. Amazing. So with a quick wrap on the door, and all of you see this, um, you watch as not only does the door slightly swing open but the light that was not hit from above by the basketball just sort of slightly flickers back on wow the power of clapper lights is amazing (laughs) sure thing and i think he kind of like shoulders open the door a little bit more um and kind of like does like that faux gentlemanly thing where he like gestures broadly outside and he says my ladies. <laughs> As you're walking around the corner, you see that Miss um, Starboard is actually down the hallway. And with a flick of her sort of floral pattern, really thin, silky scarf, uh, she you see that she has a janitor behind her. And she's talking and she's just saying, I don't know exactly how it happened, but the, they went to go do the, the, the lock thing and maybe my keys broke... Oh, I start breakfast clubbing it down kids. the hall. <laughs> kids! <laughs> Always happens on auditorium day. Uh, are the rest of y'all booking it, or are you doing something else? Stella's gonna... Uh, I'm not Stella. Sorry, once yeah, upon I'm a Stella. time, I played, a two-year, I played a D&D character named Stella, so it's, like, ingrained in my brain. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Stella. No, you're good. I think um, Molly's gonna kind of deer in headlights for a minute, and then, like... Book it after. after <laughs> oh my gosh. Molly Goodman ditches detention. Who are you? Goodman. Wow. We're like Molly Badman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really living on the edge. Why do I feel like you made that name just to make <laughs> that pun? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, even though that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Meg's been planning this since the start. <laughs> 
I think um, Olivia uh, Liv's just going to like say like, oh my god, hi, Starborn. Um, yeah, and it, like she's like yelling and she's like jogging backwards. Yeah, anyways, like the 15 to 20 minutes is up, so we're going. I love you. Okay. And she's like tying the gym shirt up with like a hairband mm -hmm. so that like her midriff uh -huh. is showing. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna see you yeah. next time. Oh my god. And she just starts like turning around and like jogging after everyone else. Real look at uh, Miss Stardown and the janitor look at all of their friends leaving. Take the the really big boring book and just put it on the ground and then just run away. <laughs> As you should. I think uh, Aster, who has been established, doesn't run anywhere. Uh, <laughs> kind of like casually like puts his hands in his pockets and just kind of like nods and kind of like flicks his hair so that way it kind of like <laughs> uncovers like one eye at least. And he says, uh, good day, Miss Starborn. And then just, like, continues walking past her. <laughs> uh, as most of you run, some of you walk off into the distance. A cloud of dust sort of poofs down again from the last final parts of the practice. And uh, sophomore year quickly comes to a close. And shortly after, so does summer break. Um... You all come to realize over the past few months that your Tamagotchi with Hugh, the goat, um, has gifted you with a ton of cool new things. Or maybe you are denying that. Um, you can use this device to communicate with each other, which is really awesome. Um, and it even has granted you some mystical unknown powers. You each begin to see manifestations of your sick new powers. And as you enter your junior year, there's no telling what this school year has in store for you. So we catch back up after this time skip. Um... <laughs> A few weeks into junior year, and with the homecoming game just around the corner, the adolescent tension is high. We hear the ring of a school bell as lunch releases, and you are all free to eat your lunch in the cafeteria or wherever you seem to deem fit. It is an outdoor sort of campus, so it seems that classrooms are sort of grouped together by subject. Very reminiscent of my own personal high school. Uh, so there's like little wings for whatever subject it is. And then it's sort of divided up by grade. Um, so there's a little bit of outdoor seating. There's, you know, there's a football field somewhere around. Um, there's the sort of cafeteria and the gym also has some external seating on here. Um, so that's exciting. And yeah, just let me know. Let me know where y'all are, are eating. Are, has anyone spent like any time at all together during the summer or have you sort of like left it is anyone eating together are you all eating separately um you can all communicate with each other through goat um essentially what happens is you tell the message to goat and then goat goes to the other tamagotchi and then goat relays it uh verbatim to the other person is essentially how that works uh so hugh is your bestie I think that um, we established that uh, Molly and Bree are, like, childhood friends, maybe, mm -hmm. like, neighbors or something like that. And so I think um, the two of them might be sitting near or by each other, if that's okay with you, Marin. Absolutely. Uh, I think for Stella, it's going to depend on how much in touch people were over the summer. I think... I think Stella has never had, like, a flip phone or anything like that. I feel like her moms are like, we just don't think that that's necessary for a teenager. Um, you don't want to be so connected to what's not in front of you. Like, very, very that, very, like, hippy-dippy cell phones are... Yeah, absolutely. Um, so having this lifeline to other people her age, um, I think, is a, uh, an exciting prospect for her. So I think... Every once in a while, someone will get a message that's like, you heard the new Green Day song? Or like, <laughs> did anyone get tickets for Avril's tour? Like, something like that. And just, like, to see, just like putting out like little feelers to see if anyone gets back to her. I think Molly would. It might just be a, on a delay. Over the summer, she was signed up for a lot of dance camps and things like that. So, she would definitely respond, but just probably not very immediately. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bree would definitely respond because they're trying very hard to figure out how the stupid Tamagotchi is delivering messages back and forth because that, that's not what they do. I think uh, Aster does things like immediately but it's never with words it's always like having Hugh like give like a thumbs up or like a thumbs down and like a smile and stuff <laughs> like it's never like with that actual emoji. words yeah like little goat emojis Aster the inventor of emojis <laughs> we love you king uh, <laughs> love and I think king. Stella is probably sitting with Bree and Molly on account of like we're friends now they responded so that's how Yay. friends work. Uh, um, and I think it's, like, a very <laughs> funny picture of, like, these two relatively preppy young ladies and then Stella, like, either headphones blaring or, like, face down next to her lunch. Yeah, I think throughout the summer, Liv was constantly texting, um, using using Goat to communicate, like, hey, does anybody want to, like, go to the mall? Hey, oh my god, I'm about to go to, like, the lake. Oh my god, happy 4th of July! If anyone wants to come by my house, I'm having a pool party! Um, like, that kind of stuff. Whoever, um, decided to, like, say yes or no, she would totally hang out with that day. Um, uh, respond to, uh, Stella's messages, saying, like, oh my god, yeah, um... Um, I loved, like, Last of the American Girls and What's-Her-Name from the, uh, American Idiot album. Oh my god, it was so good. What's-Her-Name? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was Still just, like, so relatable. <laughs> but actually, there, there is that song at the end of Amer- American Idiot called What's-Her-Name. Oh, that's true, that's true. I'm, listen, I'm the poser. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but um once school starts again she'll she's still making an effort to hang out with everyone it's like the first week or so she's sitting with the other weird popular kids mm-hmm. aster is uh as brie knows really well uh aster just kind of like stays in uh, like the library during lunch. Um, I think his aunt is probably like the librarian, so she lets uh, them kind of like eat in the back and just kind of like chill and do whatever. Uh, still habitually late to the class uh, immediately uh, post lunch. It just kind of seems like a natural makeup of the mm-hmm. scene now. Amazing. Um, so as you all are sitting, are, are you, so are you guys sitting, so Aster's in the library, for the rest of the group, are you guys sitting at, like, one of the inside, or I guess, and also lives with the popular kids? I would think that the popular kids probably have, like, a few tables that they've actually pushed together that the janitor's never happy that you guys do, but, uh, push it together, like, in the center of, like, the cafeteria, so that way, like, some people are, like, sitting, like, on the table, and some people are, like, standing next to it, sort of leaning on it, and, like, no one's sitting in it properly, so, uh, that's so, but for the other three, the other trio, are you guys sitting at the inside of the cafeteria? Are you finding somewhere to post up outside? Like, what's the, what's the vibe? Uh, I mean, we're probably inside the cafeteria, right? I think so, yeah. Especially, you know, late August, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Stella is absolutely still rocking. She does this all year round, but she's absolutely still rocking that same leather jacket. It's just a matter of, like, how quickly she needs to get to an air-conditioned building. Um, so as you are all sitting at your respective places, um, you feel... All of a sudden, your Tamagotchi, like, there's no other better way to describe it as it just sort of, like, vibrates a little bit. And you hear this, like, it almost sounds like a cowbell a little bit, very faintly in your ears. You've never heard this before. I think Aster immediately thinks that Hugh died, like somebody forgot to feed him. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think Aster just kind of keeps the Tamagotchi in his pocket because they feel a little bit guilty. I'll pull it out and look at it. How was that? You pull it out and you look at it and you see that Hugh's sitting there as Hugh normally does. Um, 
And anyone else who is pulling it out looks and also sees Hugh. So Hugh's across all five of your guys' things right now. Um, and as he's sort of sitting there, once the first, his eyes are closed, and it almost looks like he's meditating. And as you pull it out, um, you're used to him being like, you know, I was giving you a greeting. Hey, he opens his eyes and his eyes start glowing. And he says, there's, there's trouble, trouble near. 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 Molly's going to look to Bree and to Stella and, like, you guys heard that too? Yeah. Yeah. If I turn my Tamagotchi off and turn it back on again, is Hugh still glowing? Oh, does anyone have a paperclip? There's a reset button in the back. Uh, you, just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go to turn it off and it does not turn off. Shit. That's not how technology works. <laughs> In general. This is like <laughs> how those scary chain emails start. Like all of them start this way. Oh my goodness, you're so right. <laughs> um, I think that Molly is gonna kind of look over to where she knows Olivia is sitting at like the mega table and just kind mm-hmm. of see if she can like catch her eye. Hey guys, so um I need to go like <laughs> uh you know, go to the bath. Uh, I, I just need to like you know, touch up on some things. Um, but yeah, I'll catch you guys later. I'll see you guys after school behind the bleachers. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh! Bye. Wait, wait. Do you need help? Because we not we always go in pairs. Do you need someone to come with you? Oh my gosh! Wait. No. Oh my god. So, uh, 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 you know, it's 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 not like that kind of emergency. It's like one that I have to sneak away from. You know how it is. Like, winks. oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes, you're such a biatch. Oh my gosh. Go do your thing, girl. <laughs> oh my god, no, you. Anyways, I'll oh see my you guys god, later. No, you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bye. Uh, she's like, uh, like power walking over to mm-hmm. y'all's table. Um, he's like, okay, okay. Um, so like, Hugh. <laughs> um, has anyone talked to Aster today? Like, do we need to let them know that like, I I don't see them around, so I just want to make sure he knows what's up. Hanging out with their aunt. In the library? Yeah, he's probably in the library. Um, Hugh, can you go tell Aster to come to the cafeteria? Or maybe it's better if we go to the library, maybe? I don't think you could pay Aster to come to the cafeteria. <laughs> Hugh's eyes still glowing as he sort of, like, ascends and starts floating in this very, like, <laughs> omnipotent way on the screen, just as... It, it shall, shall be so. <laughs> <laughs> and he disappears from your guys' screen. And Aster, you hear in your ears, You, you have been summoned! I think without <laughs> taking it out of his pocket, Aster's like, I'm sorry for not feeding you. I didn't think it was my week. <laughs> I need I not food. food. Goat. Oh, you're not dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, casually take Hugh, you need to, like, pocket. take a chill pill. Like, chillax. This is, like, so freaky right now. Danger, danger is near. Where? Like, what's the danger? What do like... you want us to do about that? You said I'm summoned. <laughs> Where am I summoned to? The cafeteria! I think Astro, like, looks around. Um, how loud is this Tamagotchi being? It's just in your ears! Oh, okay. Um, I think that's just- I'm not really down to go to the cafeteria. Can you ask them to come here? (laughs) Danger is near the cafeteria! Yeah, so why would I go to the cafeteria, Hugh? If the danger is near the cafeteria. Tell them to come here. To save Horizon High! I think Aster just kind of sits there with it and uh, says, Okay, just send them a little thumbs up then. You guys get a very uh, pixelated thumbs up (laughs) in your periphery. If he's a goat, is it just like a weird like hoof thing that we've all just learned to interpret as a thumbs up? It's it's really weird. It's like the hoof's like up, you know? (laughs) It's like up or it's like... Yoink. Like one mm-hmm. hoof is like slightly 
like, oh, this is an audio <laughs> format. You can't see what I'm doing. The with like hands. Vulcan. I'm doing like so a, the Spock <laughs> greeting, but yeah. sideways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, slay! Yes, that's it. That's canon now. Um, so Aster goes to meet up with everyone in the cafeteria, uh, per Hugh's um, vibing. I've been saying vibes so much this. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and as you all sort of like meet up, uh, I'm assuming you're meeting at the trio's table at Brie, Molly, and Stella's table. As you all sort of like conglomerate, you see that out the window is a very peculiar sight. You see a butterfly, which butterflies exist regularly, tons of butterflies, except for this butterfly is in hues of gray. And it seems to have almost this, like, inky substance that's dripping off of it in a trail as it flies. For a brief second, I'm going, what I'm going to say is there's no really, as far as I know, no real, like, saving throws or anything for Glitter Hearts. It's sort of what you guys tend to want to do. Um, so I'm gonna make you, well, I'm not... Another make you. But if you see the butterfly, I would love if you would make a keep your wits about you move, um, which is a roll plus persona. So whatever your persona is. It's going to be, okay, that's, a, that's an eight on the dice. An eight, okay. And then it's two d6, right? Two d6, so correct. Seven overall. Seven overall, gotcha. It's oh, still no. partial success. It makes you feel any better. I think Stella's totally into this, like, goth butterfly. I genuinely think she would think that's sick (laughs) as hell. I got a five. A five? I got a ten. Ooh. A ten, an eight, slay. I got a four. (laughs) Amazing. So, uh, we have, and then, I'm sorry, Aster got an eight, right? Yes. Amazing. So, Let's do this. Let's do this in waves, shall we? So for the full successes, which I believe is only live, you see this butterfly and you're like, oh my gosh, a butterfly. That's kind of weird that it's like not in color, but like whatever, I guess shit happens. Um, And you notice with that full success that it seems to be flying off towards the uh, science building, which is on the other side of the football field. Um, is sort of the direction it seems to be going. So on that success, you know the direction it's going. My partial successes, which I believe was Stella and Esther, you see this very, like, goth butterfly, and you see that for a second as the ink splotches, your eyes flash for a second, and, like, everything is shades of gray for a second, and then you blink again and it goes back. And you are also able to track the butterfly in its direction where it's going a little bit. Um, You don't know exactly where it's going, but you can see it heading towards the varsity football field. For my besties, Brie and Molly, you get this same sort of flash, um, except it sticks around a little more. And as you sort of are in this black and white, almost noir vignette for a second... There's no one around you. All of the high schoolers have basically dis- like disappeared. Um, and you watch this butterfly fly across. And as you are watching it, you hear this like very low, somber voice just say, No, not like this, please. And you hear this like swelling of like very intense orchestral music and then you like shake your head for a second and it's gone and you're back where you are and that is gonna be where we end our first session (gasps) dun dun so with that classic fade out of transition music it seems there's more mysteries uncovered and danger is afoot so no danger in uh, this case is a butterfly. <laughs> For now, one of the miraculous ladybugs. I was thinking the same thing. 
Chat Noir? Where's Hawkmoth? <laughs> the funniest part is I've, I know nothing about that show, so y'all are saying <laughs> a bunch of words to me, and I know exactly none of them. Just being um, Oh my gosh. So, uh, with that... Thank you so much for listening, everyone, to our first episode of Glitter Hearts. Um, a huge shout out again to our amazing guests this episode. Um, I wrote in my notes, insert gushing. So I'm going to gush about you guys for a second. <laughs> These people are so amazing. I love playing with them. They are lovely people. Some are new friends, some are old friends. And um, please follow them on socials if they have them linked. Because um, they're amazing people. Um, also, Meg is doing the theme for this mini series. Which is going to be amazing. I am excited. You've already heard it, folks at home, because of the start of this episode. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm assuming it's fabulous That's because Meg's a great for person. Today. Oh, thank you. Yay! Uh, okay, so end of show announcements. Uh, we post weekly every Sunday, which is super fun. We post at noon Pacific Standard Time. So make sure to catch up with that. You can follow us on socials at Spells and Whistles Pod everywhere except for Twitter, where it is spells underscore whistles. Make sure to check out our Discord for fun times. We have D&D trivia. We have question of the days and so much more. So come join us over there. We're all very, well, main cast, I should say, is all very active on it. So that's not, no, there's some people, that sounds like I was dissing the people in this. That's not it. I was saying that I shouldn't speak for the people here. Tell us how you really feel, Jay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I was basically saying that I shouldn't speak for the people here, but like speaking, I'm allowed to speak for main cast. I've deemed it so. So we're, main cast is pretty active on there. So come hang out with us over there. Um, We're also on Patreon. So if you super like our content, you can support us there. And um, anything else? Does anyone anyone have anything to say? Any PSAs? Have a totes rockin' day. Oh my gosh, Toad's yeah. rocking! Yes! Uh, I hope it's that's, so that's hot. That's mine. You really it's blew so my yacht. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fetch. Anyways, um, we hope you all have a totes cool day, and we'll talk to you next time. Radical. Bye! Thanks. Bye! Bye! Goodbye! <laughs>